This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. And welcome to this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Thursday, May 21st. I am joined by my co-host, Ryan Wink, and our uh, wonderful filling co-host, Billy Galewood, who is uh, streaming live from San Diego. As you can tell, uh, for, at least for those of you watching the video, he's in his camper right now, uh, you know, just uh, taking some time away. How are you guys doing this morning? Good. Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I know Ryan is recovering from a seven-hour tattoo session, and uh, you actually look pretty good, Ryan. I, I expected a little more uh, worse for wear. I'm a tough dude. Man. Did you get it but, on your uh, face? No, I, I didn't. You know, no. uh, for my dad and grandma, if they're listening, it's not on my face. It's a uh, cover-up. On my back, yeah, I'm about seven hours in. I've got about 20 hours to go, so. Oh, that's it? So, wait a second. What did it cover up? Oh, you don't remember the wing? No. You had a wing tattooed on your back? <laughs> what? I never saw no. Oh, you had a wink like somebody waiting? I've, ne- I've never been shirtless in front of you? <laughs> I, know, I always have my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so it's, it's a work in progress, but yeah, I got a. Kicked in the tuchus, let's just say, for several hours yesterday. But I'm, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm happy to be here. I'm on my second cup of coffee. Nice. Cheers to you gentlemen and all of our listeners. If I had a cup, I, I'd cheers you as well. But, uh, yeah, that'll play perfectly into our call-in topic a little bit later about uh, regrettable tattoos. So, uh <laughs> All right. Wanted to pose the question to you guys. Uh, When you were little, were you into uh, building models at all or, uh, you know? Oh, for sure. Legos. Legos. Lego spaceships. What about, like, military models? Uh, Were you guys into tanks or jets or anything along those lines? I did, like, ships. You know those you used to go to the hobby store and you buy the kits? I'd get the kit. And then uh, I would start it, ask my dad for help. He would tell me, get out of the way and finish it for me. And then I'd tell everybody I did it. It was awesome. That was eight. <laughs> That's my story. I, I would do, I would do uh, like classic cars sometimes. Uh, okay. and, then, and then something would happen with the glue, and I'd get all distracted, and then I wouldn't finish. Well, you know, the glue goes on the model, not up your nose. So 
I just got close. I, I work I work up close on things, and then next thing you know. <laughs> and then I woke up, and I was getting a tattoo covered up on my back <laughs> when I was 35. <laughs> yeah, then I, then I woke up. I had a couple of kids and a dead-end job. Uh, <laughs> All because of uh, model glue. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, for me, I loved the uh, the jets, the fighter jets, uh, the F sixteen Tomcat had the wings that would fold out, you know, a little bit like an X wing. Always thought that was really cool. Well, the reason I ask is, you know, the latest fighter jet out right now is the F thirty five, and it's having some issues. An F thirty five jet crashed during a routine exercise near Eglin Air Force Base in Florida late Tuesday. The second crash involving an advanced aircraft in less than a week. The F-35 pilot successfully ejected and was taken to a hospital on Elgin Air Force Base for evaluation and monitoring. The Air Force said in a statement describing the pilot as being in stable condition. The aircraft was participating in a routine night training sortie. I don't know what a sortie is. According to the statement, which said there was no loss of life or damage to civilian property, only billions of uh, uh, government property. The F-35A is one of the most advanced aircraft in the U.S. military's inventory, and crashes uh, involving the jet are rare. On Friday, a F-22 fighter jet also crashed near Eglin Air Force Base during a training exercise. Sounds to me like there shouldn't be any fighter jets coming out of that uh, Air Force Base. There's uh, far too many uh, crashes, and you know at least they know the ejector seat works. Man, yeah. I, I mean, I, I can relate. I crash almost every time i partake in routine exercise <laughs> <laughs> right after <laughs> and that was in edgeland where's edgeland edgeland elgin e-l-g-i-n oh elgin. elgin yeah do you know where where is that it's in our favorite state america's penis florida uh, florida yeah unless you go north and then it's new edgeland yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's next to like like pennsylvania <laughs> those fighter jets are wicked hot <laughs> coming in hot oh wow oh, Tw- two crashes in a week two crashes in a week yeah so uh you know just good to know that our our, our tax dollars are going to work for us um in just disposable fighter jets I think about yeah. that. did you get the t- did you get the ticket on those? So what's what's the price tag on one of those pups? It doesn't say. I can look it up, but uh, I, I, it's oh, a lot. You know what? Ninety million dollars a pop. Yeah, see, I, I knew there was an alien in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I wasn't sure which alien, but there was some millions in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we have a great show. Let's talk about this Thursday show. The third day. All right, Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day, Wednesday, when, huh, what day, Thursday, the third day, okay? It is the third day. Coming up today, we've got the Darwin Awards, drunken decisions, we've all had a few. Our call-in topic is regrettable tattoos. We've got Uncle Billy's story time, this day in history, and up next, we don't have Tony, but I'll be taking us through the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. 
Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, Thursday, May 21st. We want you to join the conversation. Give us a call. We have set up a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line called the Phoenix Line. You can call that at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O. Or 855-336-4973. Any topic, just check in. Tell us how you're doing. Keep it entertaining. We'll compile all of those together. We're getting some really good ones, and we'll play them in a future segment. Now, as I mentioned, we don't have Tony today. We do have uh, Billy Galewood filling in for Tony. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and take us through today's entertainment news. I realized that I just said entertainment nudes, not news. So uh, I know that's why I was that's why I sat up in my chair. Yeah. <laughs> Enter- entertainment nudes. What? You're taking us through? <laughs> through through the nudes. All right. Uh, quick question for you guys: Are any of you into the uh, anthology series American Horror Story on FX? No, I never saw it. Is it good? It is good. I I, I actually did season one. Okay. And that's as far as I got, but it was very good. I can't wait to dive into the rest of it. Well, season one was really good. Was. I, I think I've watched maybe two other seasons. The nice thing about it is each season is standalone. So it's not like you have to see season one to dive oh. into season five. Oh, okay. I always like that. Yeah. I always like mm-hmm. that. So Ryan Murphy, its creator, is uh, no stranger to making headlines with his American Horror Story casting moves. Over the years, Murphy and his AHS team have attracted a number of A-listers and award winners who don't normally do TV roles, from Jessica Lange to Lady Gaga. And for the upcoming American Horror Story Season 10, Murphy did it again when he announced Macaulay Culkin would be part of the cast. Now, how did Murphy get Culkin on board? Well, it involves a, quote, very, very great insane part and crazy erotic sex with co-star Kathy Bates. You know, it came about just because it's how I always do things, he laughed, where I've always loved Macaulay Culkin's work. I loved everything that he's done. I love the stuff he did in Home Alone. I also loved the sort of the older, more recent stuff he did, and he hasn't worked in a while, Murphy explained. Um... I don't know if that would be enough to drive me to a role. Uh, crazy erotic sex with Kathy Bates. I'd say uh, she's not exactly my type. Um, I can't imagine she'd be your guy's type either. YOLO. That's what YOLO. You only live once. When when else are you going to get a chance to have erotic on-screen sex with Kathy Bates? <laughs> well, I, I'd say this is probably a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Did you say it was Macaulay Culkin? I did. <laughs> So it's Macaulay Culkin to have do this act act with her. He is. Yep, and that's <laughs> what drew, what I, that's what drew what him was, to the part. I would say to Macaulay Culkin, man, you ain't been doing much, bro. Beggars can't be choosers. I would say <laughs> get it while you can, right? Well, and that's maybe the uh, the excuse he's using. It's probably the excuse he's using. He's probably saying, "Oh yeah, I was driven to the part because uh, you know it involves Kathy Bates, and it's weird, and I like it." But it's probably like. I need to uh, get a paycheck. I would love to see like 36, 37 year old Macaulay Culkin, Culkin on screen doing a callback to like a home alone yeah. moment. I'm eating junk food and watching rubbish. You better come out and stab me. <laughs> he did a commercial, I want to say last year for is either Alexa or Google, 
whatever the assistant is, uh, that was a throwback to Home Alone. Did he do this? <laughs> I think he did. I think he did. All One right. of the most iconic moments in movie history. That it is. I wonder if he does that when he makes love. <laughs> <laughs> Turns to the camera and winks at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me see your off face. <laughs> Let me see your off. That was a good one. All right, moving on. The son of Poseidon is ready to take a splash at Disney Plus. Author Rick Reardon announced on Twitter on Thursday that he is helping to develop a TV series adaptation of his Percy Jackson and the Olympians young adult book series. After making the announcement in a short video alongside his wife Becky, Reardon said in a follow-up statement, "Quote." We can't say much more at this stage, but we are very excited about the idea of a live-action series of the highest quality, following the storyline of the original Percy Jackson five-book series, starting with The Lightning Thief in Season 1. Percy Jackson obviously kind of came out on the heels of the whole Harry Potter movement. My oldest son reads the book series. He enjoys it. I know very little about it. I know there was a movie that was made. Uh, Did either of you guys see it? I did not. Uh, you said no, <laughs> but it sounds like sounds like no. they're making waves. Ooh! I said you said it was a Percy Jackson five book series. Well, I don't know who Percy is, but I know the Jackson five. <laughs> <laughs> that deserves it. I don't think that would be on Disney Plus, given uh, you know Joe Jackson's penchant for violence, and uh, we all know how uh, Michael Jackson ended up. <laughs> No comment. I heard it was a thriller. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Billy is on fire today. All right. Well, that is bananas. (laughs) Moving on to our next story. Um, You know, it's no secret that Tony and I are definitely the geeks of the show. We love uh, geek culture, uh, you know, uh, comic book movies, Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC. Uh, Are you guys a fan of... uh, the most recent uh, Justice League movie that came out, directed by Zack Snyder. The, the Justice League, I did see it. Um, I've watched it twice because I enjoy watching Marvel movies and DC movies. That's a DC movie. It is, but I didn't. I didn't love the movie. I thought Ben Affleck did not was is not is not my Batman. Fair enough. He's not a lot of people's Batman. Um, for me, I think it was a little bit of a jumbled mess. Um, if you yeah. know, if you know the backstory, uh, Zack Snyder had to leave the movie for personal reasons, and they brought in Joss Whedon to finish it up. Well, uh, HBO Max will release the Snyder cut of Justice League, and DC oh. fans are thrilled. Um, people have been looking forward to this. This is, you know, Zack Snyder's vision for what it is, and not Joss Whedon's. Um, cool. Yeah, so it looks like it'll be hitting HBO Max in 2021. Uh, the soon-to-be released or, or launched streaming service, HBO Max, which actually comes out in six days from now. I've already signed up for my subscription to it. Um, announced the debut of the near-mythical Snyder Cut, fulfilling the wishes of a long-running fan campaign. And Snyder made sure to give those fans a shout-out. Quote, I want to thank HBO Max and Warner Brothers for this brave gesture of supporting artists and allowing their true visions to be realized. 
uh, the director remarked in a press release. Also, a special thank you to all those involved in the hashtag Snyder Cut movement for making this a reality. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, I like Zack Snyder, and it'll be nice to see his sort of completed vision of uh, you know what he was trying to do with Justice League. No thoughts. Okay, <laughs> Billy, I thought you would take this one since you. Oh, seen I was. I, I was just thinking. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Um, what you were trying to think of a joke? Hashtag Snyder yeah, Cut. I got. I, yeah, I had a. I had a, a brain moment. <laughs> I just. I think it's My morning. Go if ahead. you would have asked somebody, you know, twenty years ago, what a hashtag Snyder Cut movement is. <laughs> If you asked them what a hashtag was 20 years ago, nobody would right? know. Pound symbol. Pound symbol? Exactly. Pound symbol Snyder cut? <laughs> that sounds like uh, when you get your hair cut uh, after you watch the movie Animal. That's a Rob Snyder cut. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Bro, where's your crickets? <laughs> oh, man. They, di- they died after that joke. <laughs> Not even a Deuce Bigelow. You went for the animal. I couldn't think it was the first thing that popped in my head was an animal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So, moving on. Ryan, I, I know you enjoyed the docuseries that uh, come out on Netflix. Um, with that said, have either of you been following ESPN's The Last Dance about um, Michael Jordan? You know, I, I've been wanting, I've tried so many times to see it, but I don't have HBO. <laughs> so. Every time I try, it's not on. What I have, I really want to see it. It lands, folks. folks uh, go to Billy's social media. Slide in his DMs if you've got an HBO login. Yeah, hook, straight up. Hook him up. Then go to mine because I don't have HBO either. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and and leave me the login. And then, both- no, I haven't checked it out yet. But I'm a huge Jordan fan growing up, obviously, okay. as all of us were. One to be. To be Did fair, you see it? I haven't seen it yet. Now, to be fair, when uh, after you guys do uh, get set up with HBO, you can then go over to ESPN to see uh, the Michael Jordan docuseries. Um, mm. Oh, wait. <laughs> is that on, not on HBO? Oh, it's on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a nice tangent. Uh, hopefully, go. we get some HBO subscriptions out of it. Yeah. Prescrip- subscriptions. Prescriptions? HBO prescriptions. You know, my... My doctor, uh, I'm on Grabbed you HBO? <laughs> yes, for, for quarantine. He wrote you one, uh, he, he wrote you a subscription for hydroxychloroquine and a prescription for uh, HBO. Yeah, HBO is actually the acronym for hydroxychloroquine. Lay on two couches and call me in the morning. <laughs> watch all these shows. <laughs> well, hot on No, the- have you... Have you seen it? I haven't. I want to. I, I just don't have the time. I'm so, yeah. so busy. Does, does anybody have any knowledge of Jordan not being a nice person? Uh, I, 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 think, know an, I know a guy that was scarred when he was eight by Michael Jordan and never shot a ball again. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you deal with these you know, huge egos. But uh, hot on the heels of ESPN's The Last Dance, as we were just talking about series, with Michael Jordan, a new docuseries which aims to find out what makes athletes like LeBron James, Tom Brady, and Alex Morgan among the greatest at their individual sports is coming to Apple. The streamer has greenlit what's called The Greatness Code, 
a seven-episode short-form series that spotlights untold stories and pivotal moments that define each athlete's career. Greatness Code is slated to premiere July 10th on Apple TV+, joining Apple's Doc Slate, which already includes uh, the Beastie Boys story, ooh, i got to check that out, Home and Visible out of television, or sorry, out on television. Well, folks, that does it for this entertainment news. We didn't even have time to get to the celebrity birthdays. That's okay. You didn't miss much. I think Mr. T was in there. Uh, you can look it up for yourselves. When we come back, we're going to have Ryan here with this week's Darwin Awards. We'll see you guys on the other side. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, Thursday, May 21st. We are all over social media. In fact, some of you may be watching us on social media as we speak. We do broadcast live uh, on Facebook Live every day youtube live every day so there's no excuse for you to uh, be able to see us see our faces we are also on the aun network uh, about 15 tv stations every night rebroadcasting this show in uh, northern california and northern nevada here now if you want to contact any of us on social media i can be found at facebook.com forward slash christian phoenix radio that's christian with a k phoenix with an f radio of course with an r or on instagram at christian phoenix tony who's not here today is available at facebook.com forward slash tony dot san filippo s-a-n-f-i-l-i-p-p-o dot nine four or on instagram at tony dot san filippo 81 Ryan's available at facebook.com forward slash ryan.wink or on Instagram at nameswink. And then our special guest host, Billy Galewood, is available all over social media, media at Billy Galewood. And you can even check out the uh, great video that he put together uh, with a cover of Don't Worry, Be Happy. Well worth the watch. Thank you. No problem. So uh, it is Thursday. It is Thursday, right? Yeah, it's Thursday. The third day. The third day, as we found out at the top of the show. And that means it is time for the Darwin Awards. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Ryan, go ahead and that's, take us through. That's right. It is Thursday, and it is time for the Darwin Awards. Stories of people removing themselves from the gene pool in not the most intelligent ways. And uh, this is a very fun segment. And actually, I pulled up a fun one today. It was uh, the most educated Darwin Award winners. Interesting. So, All right. little twist so, uh, on the genre. little twist. All right. So the first story is, is uh, Gary Hoy, who was a lawyer. So Gary Hoy was a respected Toronto lawyer and philanthropist. But sadly, he is mostly remembered for his embarrassing death. While attending a reception for new article, art, articling students... Hoy decided to demonstrate the strength of the boardroom's unbreakable windows by throwing himself against them. Oh, no. Unfortunately, they proved less indestructible than advertised, and the lawyer plunged 24 stories into the courtyard below. According to witnesses, Hoy would often do this stunt to impress visitors, but would normally bounce harmlessly off the glass. Indeed, tempting fate. He had already performed the trick once during the reception, 
before making his ill-fated second attempt. Hoy falls into the category of people who should have known better. He has a well-educated postgrad. He was a well-educated postgraduate and a former professional engineer. He should have realized that the unbreakable claim was not literally true. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I wonder if they. I wonder if that university got the glass from uh, Tesla. Do you remember when Elon Musk was uh, displaying the indestructible windshield on his new truck, threw a ball bearing at it, and shattered it? <laughs> I missed that. I mean, if you're like the first time, they must have not liked him at the office because they were like, "Hey, look at Jeff, man! He ran at the hit that glass trying to impress, impress girls and stuff." Now we should probably tell him that's cut. You know that might. You know that's not a fail-safe thing. Or it could have been a rival who just put the tiniest little crack in the glass, knowing that he would do it again and be like, done. That's one way to do it. American horror story. What a way to what a way to go. I I guess his theory was shattered. Uh, Oh, hey, yo. And with that terrible joke, let's move on to this next story. Dr. Eric Ritter, shark expert. Dr. Eric Ritter is a Need Swiss you say shark more? expert. Is a Swiss shark expert with a doctorate and countless hours of experience swimming with the fearsome creatures. However, in 2002, he was filming a Discovery Channel documentary with bull sharks when he bit off more than he could chew. In order to observe a feeding frenzy at close range and test his theory that sharks would not attack a human being that could control his breathing, body language, and heartbeat, Ritter waded into the ocean with only his yoga techniques to protect him. (laughs) While he was in the water, his assistants proceeded to throw chunks of fish into the bloody, murky water around him. The likely outcome was obvious to everyone except Dr. Ritter. Next, a parasitic remora fish darted between the sharks the shark expert's legs pursuing it a bull shark clumsily bit off a chunk of ritter's calf he was immediately airlifted to florida medical center where specialists managed to save his leg there's no record of whether or not the remora was injured (laughs) ritter recovered successfully with only a disfiguring scar on his lower leg as a memento and blames poor visibility in the water for the accident Blame four brain cells in his head. I would blame <laughs> jumping into water that was filled with sharks and then throwing dead fish in there as the uh, yeah. the cause of it. Bull shark ain't no bull either. They they're mean little guys. They got a little <laughs> shark complex. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> little Napoleon sharks. Big bite. Yeah, they don't mess around. Wow. Seriously. Man, yeah, unless with sharks, they don't mess. Yeah, no way. No, I'm that good. one yeah. gets to me. That one gets the Sham Wow Award straight from the trailer. A Sham Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, I do want to get to a couple more here if possible. Uh, we got Tamar Fellman, MBA, not NBA, MBA. Tamar Fellman was a huge roller coaster fan who also happened to be a Harvard MBA. Sadly, her Ivy League school didn't teach her that it's dangerous to stand on roller coasters. In 2003, 
Thelman was visiting Holiday World and Splash and Safari in Indiana for their annual Stark Raven Mad Roller Coaster Fan Event. The spirited and intelligent, the, that was in, in quotes, the spirited and intelligent Thelman was, Apparently eager, not that to try intelligent. Out, <laughs> was eager to try out the Raven. Uh, reportedly one of the most terrifying roller coasters in the world. The student was strapped into her seat at the rear of the car, but apparently unbuckled herself to stand during the ride, a practice known as catching airtime. Witnesses reported that Fellman was virtually standing up in the roller coaster car. Sadly, the student caught a little too much air during the coaster's fifth turn and plummeted 69 feet to the ground. Fellman was pronounced dead on her way to the hospital. You know, when was this roller coaster made? 1910? How do people... It looks old. It looks like Colossus, you know? Uh, Yeah. Uh, It's like that vibe. Yeah, they've got fail-safes now that won't allow you, but, you know, if you can unbuckle, then, yeah, it's... Yeah. You're, you're, you're cemented in there nowadays. They, they, they put the like strap, they, they get you. It ain't even a strap anymore. Yeah. The people can't be trusted. (laughs) No, you can't trust people with anything. (laughs) (laughs) Literally nothing. Yeah. But I got, I'm guilty of standing up in a roller coaster. Are you really? Yeah. There was one called the big dipper. And they would put the bar on you, and you would just stand up. It was it was amazing. They're like, "You locked in?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "Good. That's, that's as <laughs> good as we air get. time." Yeah, I caught <laughs> a few. I caught a few Aries, like we used to call them Aries. <laughs> Did you? I'm an Aries. You even had yeah. slang for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Ryan. I think we've got time for one more. If you can give us the uh, the best of the best or the worst of the worst, depending on how you look at it. Well, you know, I want to just do one Florida man, just kind of tradish. You got yeah, it. So you, let's, you got to, you, you, you got to do it. It's not a long story, but it's, it's a Florida story. It's a story. <laughs> the story. Okay, here we go, guys. Florida. <laughs> here's our, here's our weekly Florida man story, but it was from January. We started off the year with a bang when a 30-year-old Florida man overheard threatening to kill someone with kindness was arrested after he allegedly cut a man with a machete that had the word kindness on it, authorities said. (laughs) Later in the month, a Florida man who allegedly stole drugs from a Pinellas County home thought he was pocketing powerful opioids, but it turned out... He actually stole laxatives. Was he the guy who had the bag of drugs that said drugs on it? Big bag of drugs. Exactly. Or the guy with the shirt that said, who needs drugs? No, seriously, I have drugs. Arrested for possession of drugs. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite. (laughs) Look it up. Look up the picture of the guy. (laughs) The shirt. (laughs) It's amazing. No, seriously, I have Florida man wearing a shirt that says, who needs drugs? No, seriously, I have drugs arrested for drug possession. (laughs) Brilliant. Sorry, I didn't mean to digress, but uh, go ahead. No, no. Kill him with kindness. That was basically the story. And uh, there was another one of a man in an Easter bunny suit brawling with someone outside of a bar. There's a video. 
Easter Bunny suits really bring it out of you, you know? <laughs> I don't know if y'all have been in an Easter Bunny suit, but I wasn't in a good mood. <laughs> I I am not surprised in the least you've been in an Easter Bunny suit probably more than once, I'm going to guess. No, it was just once. <laughs> just, just the once. <laughs> well, for all of these Darwin Award winners, we'll go ahead and give you this. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. All right, folks, we're headed into our next commercial break. When we come back, something we've all done, drunken decisions, good, bad, and indifferent. You'll find out. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Thursday, May 21st. Uh, We are headed into the last segment of the first hour, but there's still plenty of show ahead of us. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and check one of the uh, previous shows. We've now got uh, almost three weeks under our belt, and uh, we're having a lot of fun in the meantime. But you can head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast links, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and you can find everything you need there, or we're available anywhere you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, iHeart, TuneIn, about 20 in total, and uh, so there's nowhere you can't find us. Subscribe while you're there. Leave us a review, and uh, as I've been saying over the past couple of days, sharing is caring. So uh, go ahead and tell your friends. You know we're we're having fun. Why not share that fun with everybody? So in this segment, wanted to talk about something that uh, we've all dealt with: drunken decisions. And uh, just offhand, you know, any weird drunken decisions that uh, you guys have uh, uh, decided to make and then uh you know next morning you wake up in your uh hungover stupor and realized oh that was bad no way so what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah my Liars. 21st birthday on my way back so i had a night out in reno got a little tipsy and on my way back to the hotel room i was like i want to gamble went to the roulette table started playing roulette betting and I was betting against the guy that kept winning and I was like I'm gonna beat him $250 later which at the time was a lot that was a lot of money to me at at 21 yeah I was that was like a week salary and uh yeah I blew about 250 bucks woke up full of regret haven't gambled since no I have but very lightly very lightly I, I learned a valuable lesson that day Hey, if losing money is the worst thing that that decision did, uh, you probably got out okay. I'm not going to share the worst decision. <laughs> that, was, that, that was one I was willing to share. Hey, at least you didn't have a casino moment and a run-in with a hammer. True. True. <laughs> Billy, what about you, buddy? Yeah, I, I you know, I'm a more of a, uh, like a tolerance guy. I have no alcohol tolerance. So uh, I'm a bit of uh, an emo. I, I, I'm the kind of guy that'll get emotional at the end of. Uh, so it's a, like an accumulation of crying at the end of like <laughs> like at inappropriate times that wasn't even that emotional. Like I ended a show, 
and I was at the like edge of the stage, you know, with the other band was on stage and I was crying. Ah! And then later you have to face everybody realizing that, you know, it was just accumulation of humiliating cries, I think. Really <laughs> stand out. So if we've learned one thing about Billy, he's an emotional drunk. Yeah, I'm an emotional drunk. Yeah, I'm gonna pat your head. <laughs> I don't. That's why I don't really drink. I don't get drunk often. Uh, I've got you know the German bloodline, so it takes a lot for me to get drunk. And I find that if I try it with beer, I'm I just end up going to the bathroom every five minutes. You know, trying to uh, yeah. re- replace the the fluid levels, if you know what I mean. But uh, when I do get drunk, I am and I love you, man. Drunk. I love you, man. <laughs> oh, I love you, man. No, I love you, man. I love you, man. It's better, though. That's better. <laughs> better yeah, it's better than, than a mean drunk. Exactly. Better than angry. Well, uh, it's always fun when drunk decisions get caught for posterity. Um, and I pulled up an article that has a number of uh, drunken decisions that uh, we all get to enjoy together. I will be posting this on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. So you guys can join in the fun as well. Uh, the first one is... Uh, tag my roommate got drunk and did this to our fridge and i'm not even mad basically you open the fridge and all of the condiments have googly eyes on them (laughs) i like that my sister has pictures of her and her roommate they're super so you know those picture frames with uh stock photos Uh uh-huh so they basically just did oversized cutouts of their heads her and her roommate Uh and then there's googly eyes on those yeah One time I was at a music festival and I had these like really short, short sequence shorts on with like uh, uh, tights. And I took googly eyes and I put them in between the shorts, like right here. So there were two googly eyes, be- you know, between my legs. And I go up to people, I go, hey, and I point down there and they look down and then they just start laughing because it was like two googly eyes looking at them. <laughs> you, you can't not laugh when you see googly eyes. I, I always thought it'd no, be. No, they're great. They're great. I always thought it'd be a fun art project if I was a decent photographer just to go around the city and find things that look like faces and put googly eyes on them. Yeah. You can't go wrong with the googly eyes. Not no. at all. So this no. this next one is captioned, this is why you don't buy things when you're drunk. And it's a picture uh, of somebody from the driver's seat taking a picture into the trunk of their SUV. And all you see is the head of an emu. It might be Limu, Limu Emu, and Doug, but uh, apparently somebody bought an emu while they were drunk and stuck it in the trunk of their car. Well, Billy's an emo- emotional drinker. They sound like an emotional, emotional drinker. <laughs> I'll give you that e- one. Uh, flip them the bird. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Pick up that emo emu. And let's get out of here. I get so emu when I drink. Yeah, oh, I'm so emu. <laughs> when I drink, I only listen to emu music. <laughs> emu. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah that's it that's all i got that's all right it's all right we'll move on from the emu pung up uh, pungs puns so much for talking today all right this next one uh, somebody posted uh, so my brother's all drunk and lost his way home mom asked him if he's around something he recognizes he replied the moon don't think he's finding his way home anytime soon that's lunacy Oh, hold on. Wait, that, 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 <laughs> was, that was a worthy pun. Wait, can you explain that again? A kid did what? He looked up and saw the moon. Yeah, wait, hold on. What's going I'm on here? Confu- yeah, I'm a little confused. So guy is drunk on his way home. 
Okay, asked, asked, his, home. asked his mom for help. She asked him if there's anything around him that he recognizes, a landmark, a, a store, oh, a building. Oh, and his response okay. was the moon. Sound like yeah. he was really buzzed, Aldrin? <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah. Was his much. name Apollo? Mm. And was he was he eleven? Huh? 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 <laughs> a little yeah. bit of a stretch. All right. Oh th- no, that was a big stretch. <laughs> it was like Billy's yoga song. That was more. Uh, that was a Pilates class stretch. <laughs> Gym- I went gymnastics on that part. That was, we went to full on warm up gymnastics class. I went. I went full 1980. Wait, Carrie Strug from the 1992 Olympics teams stretch on that one who's the little one uh mary lou retton oh mary lou retton going back to the 1980s wheaties box cover wow man i heard crickets on the farm dude that's how bad that joke like i thought it was your crickets i took my thing off i was like man there's actually crickets outside this camp right (laughs) everybody's got an opinion all right well i'm sure there was one person out there that thinks or there's at least one person that thinks my terrible jokes are hilarious. Write in. Call in. Please. I, call that Phoenix line. Let them know. I like it. I like it. Promoting the Phoenix line. of you. I'd say your hit rate is about 75%. 75% your dad isn't even commentating now. Is he, right? <laughs> he, was right he, just, he, he just deleted his Facebook profile. <laughs> he was like, oh, my can't answer that. Delete. all right going back to drunken decisions this next one is captioned my mother is drunk i walked into the kitchen to find her having aligned the potatoes in size order and there's a picture of a woman who is clearly drunk on wine and she's lined up all of her potatoes in size order what level of drunk do you have to be to think that that's a good idea franzia box wine drunk (laughs) guaranteed that's what she was drunk yeah that box wine i'm telling you Something about it, the shape of it or something. I don't know. I mean, you can, you know, or that little plastic thing. You know, they they say don't drink through a straw, but don't drink out of a box. Or do. I mean, have you had that Costco? Have you had that Costco box wine? Costco, no. I haven't. (laughs) Honestly, it's not too bad. It's not not bad at all. You have to sit behind a grocery store when you drink it. (laughs) <laughs> just you don't have to i just like to I'm like I'm like oh okay cool. <laughs> and then finally this last one is, is actually brilliant uh caption got so drunk last night we started labeling things in our airbnb and woke up to this and it's a glass jar filled with cheerios and the label says bagel seeds <laughs> uh, if you if you have that composure when you're drunk to wake up and find that that like i said just absolutely brilliant well folks we have reached the end of this first hour of the christian phoenix radio show we are headed in the second hour our long break so when we come back we will be setting up our calling topic regrettable tattoos we'll be talking to ryan about uh, how bad his back hurts right now with his tattoo and uh yeah so don't go anywhere we'll see you guys in about seven minutes
I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. And welcome back, everybody. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We are into the second hour of the uh, this Thursday, May twenty-first episode. This is an interactive show. We want to hear from you. We want you to call in on our call-in topic that we're going to talk about right now. Share your story. Let us know. Again, nothing to be scared about. We're all having fun here. That number, when we tell you to do so, is 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. And it's toll-free from anywhere in the world. So if you are a Nepalese monk hanging out with uh, the black-throated uh, bush tit bird that we were talking about yesterday... You can call in toll-free. Again, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Our call-in topic today is regrettable tattoos. Um, I have tattoos, of course, today is the day I wear long sleeves, but uh, I've got uh, a half sleeve on my left arm. I've got a bunch of tattoos on my right, um, my back, my legs. And uh, as far as regrettable ones... You know, I do have a tribal tattoo that I got. It was, you know, the day I turned 18, I had to get a tattoo, and uh, that was the thing to do. Of course, I got I got the tribal before tribal was the big thing to get, and of course, everybody jumped on that. <laughs> I band, remember. Morgan. I remember that it, our, when I was in high school, all the seniors started getting tribal tattoos, and everyone was like, "Man, those are so cool." I was one of them. Yep. I, somebody had to do it. Exactly. Well, Billy, Billy got a good one too. We'll we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, I could I I could. Did you have? I could show you now. <laughs> Here you go. What oh. you know about a balloon animal <laughs> tattooed on your arm? <laughs> you can never go to prison with a balloon animal tattooed on your arm. Everyone will try to pop it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> At least the balloon knot, right? Yeah, yeah, to be trying to twist that knot. <laughs> <laughs> what I know about you, Billy, I, I think that that tattoo is absolutely fitting to you, though. It's perfect. It was almost regrettable because when the guy first did it, it was funny because he said, he looked at me and he goes, oh, my God, can I please tattoo? Because I said, can you tattoo a balloon on me? He goes, please let me do it. I'm so sick of doing mermaids and flowers, please. It was in Healdsburg, California, and he did it. But when he did it, he he made them all look like watermelons so it looked like i had like seven watermelons that looked like a poodle or whatever you know billy really likes watermelon like, yeah it was it was bad so did, was it uh did you have it touched up and and changed so that he, looked a little he, more he fixed it he fixed it but, okay um yeah um my cousin had the ultimate tattoo regret which I'm all was ears. he let he let his girlfriend's ex-boyfriend tattoo 
a scorpion on his arm and he goes hey man do you ever see the big wiener tattooed on my arm so what do you mean and he showed me a scorpion and this guy did just like disney did like a little wiener out of the claw of the, the uh, of the scorpion there's a little wiener and it just when you know it's there that's all you see it's amazing <laughs> you can't not see it right yeah <laughs> my buddy uh adam uh, again high school his first tattoo decided you know he's gonna go big went in and did the worst thing you can do picked a tattoo off of the wall and it was a dragon i mean full like half sleeve dragon with a uh, japanese character for all we knew it said chicken chow mein or something along those lines uh-huh. over the next year we ran into six other people who had the same exact tattoo <laughs> So, oh. yeah, yeah, never pick them off the wall. You know, come in with no. an original idea and, you know, but uh, yeah. so we've got Ryan who, uh, you know, as we talked about at the very beginning of the show, just started a cover up, got so much black ink. He showed me Ooh. the picture this morning. It looks so painful. Seven hours under the needle. Um, I would assume that the tattoo you are covering up is your most regrettable one. It's just a different time of my life. So I got a wink. My last name is Wink. So I got Wink across my back when I was 19. In case you forgot her. Yeah, in case I forgot. And then I was about 22, and I was like, this Wink is small. Let me cover it with bigger Wink. So then I got a huge (laughs) Wink across my back. And for about the last 10 years, I've been like, I have to cover up this Wink. (laughs) But I was so big, I've been so scared to do it. And finally, I'm like, I don't want to take off my shirt in public anymore because everyone calls me Wink, too. So now I've had this huge Wink across my back. And leave, so it to, leave it to Ryan to double down on a bad decision. Oh, man. Ryan, at least I can shave my back. <laughs> but uh, the, the cover-up that you're getting oh. is, is a very cool geometrical design. Um It'll be interesting to see the the negative space, how the old tattoo sort of fits into that. But uh, thank God for cover-ups and uh, laser removal, right? Man, no, I I went all in. About five hours in, I mean, it's a lot of black ink. So about five hours in, he's just 27 needles, just... He's like, I'm almost done with part of one side. And I was like, I need a break. <laughs> Went outside. He's like, do you have the other part of the other side in you for tonight? I was like, yeah, totally. It's just, I wish I had one of those uh, wood wood little dowels you put in your mouth <laughs> to bite down on. Yeah. I don't know. It was rough, man. I reached new depths of what I thought my threshold was. It was a Ooh, spiritual That's a experience. good story, man. That's a good story. It had to happen to you, so we were able to hear it. Exactly. Think of it that way. Yeah, I think <laughs> my, my longest time under the needle was about four and a half hours, and, and that was my max. I was just drained after that. I can't imagine seven hours. Well, and I had to stand there for four hours while he drew it on me, too. Oh, seriously? Because he was, yeah. So four I was there, hours? I was there, and then with breaks and all of that, I was there from 11 a.m. till 2 a.m. So percentage-wise, how much of your back is covered up? Oh, it's 33%. And a third? Yep. That's how much you're into hip-hop. You even get it 
the percentage of your body covered like a vinyl record, 33 and a third. You know, <laughs> for the record. <laughs> Well, folks, that is our regrettable tattoo stories. We want to hear yours. Give us a call, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Phone lines are open now. I want to see those phone lines light up because I know most of you have regrettable tattoo stories. So give us a call right now, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. When we come back from the break, we'll be hearing from you. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, May 21st. We are in the middle of our call-in topic, regrettable tattoos. We know you guys have them. We want you to call. That number is 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Let us know, you know, maybe you had a drunken night out. We were talking drunken decisions earlier and uh, got a tattoo that uh, makes zero sense to you or your lifestyle. Or it was something that you thought was just a great decision at the time and then realized 10, 20, 30 years later that uh, it uh, either has no relevance whatsoever or it is completely off base. But uh, like I said, we want to hear from you guys, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Phone lines are open now. Thinking back on my tattoos, uh, you know, I, I'm a big music guy. You know, I, uh, I grew up playing music, uh, percussionist, drummer since fourth grade. Uh, ended up going to uh, UNR initially on a full-ride music scholarship. And then uh, decided, you know what, I didn't want to do music performance. I wanted to do uh, behind the scenes transferred down to film school in Southern California, and that's where I started audio engineering. But uh, music has always been a huge part of my life, and I love uh, rock music, classic rock, hard rock, heavy metal. And uh, at one point in my life, was very into a heavy metal band called Static X, which uh, got to meet them a few times, awesome guys, and uh, ended up getting their logo on my calf, which is an X with, you know, some sort of staticky lines coming out of it. Well, their uh, lead singer passed away, I want to say five, six years ago. Obviously, the band sort of dissipated at that point. And uh, I can't tell you how many times I've been walking around with shorts on and people come up and like, man, I love your X-Men tattoo. <laughs> So started out as a Static X tattoo. I guess now it's X-Men. has a little more longevity. But uh, we do have a caller on the line. Let's go ahead and uh, who are we talking with, and what is your regrettable tattoo story? What's up, guys? It's Tim. Oh, Tim, we can always count on you. (laughs) Yeah, I thought I'd call in today for this one because uh, I used to do a uh, website called Rock Bottom where I would interview rock bands and Later on, um, actors and actresses and everything, and then I started doing reviews. So I was like, you know, I wonder if I can get a free tattoo by saying, hey, I'll give you a review on my website. And sure enough, it worked, and uh, I was going back and forth with the guy. He actually does really good work, too. Let me just say that he did really good work on his website and everything. (laughs) On the website? Specifically, <laughs> he was uh, he was going. He was giving me. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. 
And then it all sounded pretty sweet to me. So I go there the day of, and he's like, you know, I changed the, I changed the design a little bit. And I looked at it, I was like, okay. He's like, I did this, and so you can build off of it. And I was like, you sneaky little devil. You want me to come back, pay more money. <laughs> I should pay some money. Pay, but right. For this one, it was free. <laughs> and uh, I got it, and yeah, so it's just like, it's on my ankle. And uh, it's above my, my sock line, and it's like these flames coming up. And, you know, I don't mind flames at all, but it's just not at all what I wanted to get. And I felt bad saying, nah, let's not do that. Let's do something else because it was free, you know? And so, I, Tim, I mean, I you, said him, sock, like, you said sock line. Are we talking ankle sock, crew, tube? <laughs> kind of like medium, medium length. So it's kind of up there a little higher than I prefer it. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, it's just not the tattoo that I wanted, and it's the one. I don't wear shorts very often, so people don't really see it that much. But it's the one tattoo out of the uh, ten that I have that I, I regret getting. <laughs> Well, uh, Ryan can tell you that uh, it's easy enough to cover it up uh, with just a block is, of yeah. black ink. So, uh, <laughs> well, I was easy thinking about me. I was thinking about getting a wink on my ankle now. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, Tim, we appreciate you calling in. We can, like I said, we can always count on you. And uh, that was uh, another great story from our frequent contributor, Tim Nidell. Please go check out his podcast, the Saturday Morning Rewind Podcast. Tim, I'm sure we'll talk with you again here soon. Of course. Talk to you guys later. Sounds good. So, uh, yeah, you know, still want more calls? Give us a call, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. I know we have listeners out there who uh, are, are questioning some of their tattoo decisions. Now, um, for me, you know, I, I mentioned I have tattoos. I do have um, hot rod flames, which, you know, for my previous career, I was in the automotive industry for 17 years. Uh, as much as I love music, I love cars and hot rods, and so I got that. The only regrettable part about that is the uh, artist who did it freehanded it, and, of course, the one part that I can't see where he joined up the two sides is a little wonky. So uh, at some point, i got to go <laughs> get that fixed or covered up or, or whatever it is. But uh, he couldn't figure out how to make the flames, you know, come all the way around the arm. And it, it's the one spot that I can't see. So it's, I couldn't even say anything about it at the time. It's uh, like when you cut an avocado all the way around and you don't link up with the side you start. You know, <laughs> you don't link up with the center line. You can't. <laughs> Yeah, it don't peel off right. It doesn't. No, nope, and it ruins the whole avocado at that point. I just throw them out, start over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> I still eat them. Do you ever see somebody that had a tattoo and it ran? Like, I've seen people's tattoos, bad, you know, horror stories more than I've had my own. But I saw this one kid, I used to work at SeaWorld. And uh, the kid, the warm-up kid, was like, hey, I can't went out. I got my fraternity or maternity. What, what is a guy's thing? Fraternity. Fraternity. Fraternity, right? <laughs> I got my fraternity tattoo on my, on my ankle. And it looked like when, uh, when the tattoo artist tagged it, he did the, he did the uh, characters and then took his thumb and went <laughs> like that. <laughs> it all just went smear. And it was like, oh, man. I was like, it's the birthmark you never knew you wanted. <laughs> was was the tattoo artist uh, Salvador Dali? Oh man, it was Salvador Dummy. I tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Slopador. 
Well, yeah. and, you know, a lot of people take tattoo care for granted. You know, it's, yeah, um, it's very important to, you know, keep it hydrated and, and follow the recommendations of the tattoo artist so that way it heals properly. Because if it doesn't heal properly, you lose color, it runs, um, you can run into some really big issues. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, exci- I'm excited to lube this puppy up all by myself. Well, for you, it's going to get to the point where it's like a bad sunburn, where uh, it starts getting itchy and there's nothing you can do about it. Oof. Not a thing. Complain? Like, yeah. nah, you, you don't get the right to, actually. You can't complain I- about <laughs> self-inflicted uncomfortableness. <laughs> self-inflicted, dog. Billy, can'ts the real C word. <laughs> <laughs> that you can actually say on the radio as well. Touche, touche. Now, Ryan, do you have any other tattoos that uh, may one day get covered up as much as your wink one? Um, I have another tattoo. Like this new one? <laughs> no, there's no there, there will be no covering up this one. It's, it's too much black ink to be covered up. So I'm riding this one till the wheels fall off. But uh, I have a couple other ones. I have Yay tattooed in my finger. Yay! I like that. <laughs> yay, it's faded, so now it's like, yay. It's like, is it yaw? It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's yay. You can see it. Yeah. It's just faded. Now it's just, eh. Now it's just, meh. Yeah, I got this covered up with meh. <laughs> meh. <laughs> Do you have one of the mustaches on your finger? Do you have any of those? I don't. I, I don't. Get one of those, but I have a mustache, so it doesn't make any sense. I've seen somebody who's got different mustaches on different yeah, fingers. Yeah, yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's fun. I always want to get tattooed on muscle cuts. And see if it works. A six cut, like a He-Man arm. You know, like just just the <laughs> dense. So I could just hold my arm up, but I still look built. Like there's got to be one of the we. I, you yeah. got to be able to find one of those on the Google. I want people to think I'm on the juice. And then you actually going on the juice. Then you gain <laughs> a bunch of weight and like the ab tattoo starts drifting yeah. off to the side. And... Then it becomes dimples. <laughs> right. Then it becomes arm and hip dimples. It's a different six pack. Ooh. <laughs> Ryan, you've got tattoos on your knuckles. What do they say again? I do. It says love life, man. It used to that say was... bum fights. <laughs> <laughs> That was a drunken decision. That was a but, good one. you know, I'm, I'm okay with that because I, yeah. I do love life, and uh, I'm a whimsical guy. Yeah, man. So, that's like your barcode. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. So I, have, I got yay and that at the same time in Maui. Yeah. I was, uh, after, yeah. Was, after some heavy drinking. I, it was light. Okay. Over an extended period of time. Yeah. Um, do you bleed more if you're getting a tattoo? Yeah, sure, you sure do. <laughs> Is it? It's not recommended because it's a blood. The alcohol thins your blood, right? Yep. Exactly. It's a. Uh, and then your blood's natu- like. It's like. Boop. Yeah, it's like here. Yeah. Like, uh, you and I had to get these touched up actually because they faded, and I'm yeah. like I I let the yay fade, but I was like I need to give these another pass so then yeah. i did 
You got to touch up your knuckles. That's ironic. Well, and we'll leave you on this uh, kind of gross note that uh, the, the reason that he more than likely had to have it touched up is because uh, your hands shed skin more than any other part of your body. So, uh, you know, you they end up fading a lot quicker. That's why people have, you know, the, the wedding rings that are tattooed touched up often. So uh, we'll go ahead and uh, let you uh, stew with that thought as we head into the commercial break. <laughs> Folks, we'll be right back with Uncle Billy's story time. Maybe. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, May 21st. want to thank everybody for sticking with us, listening to us, commenting on Facebook. Uh, so many great regular watchers and listeners. It, it's great to see how our numbers are growing. Of course, it'd be uh, nice if uh, you know some of those folks uh, you know, weren't so scared to uh, call in. But if you are scared, you don't want to talk live on the radio, you can always leave us a message. We've set up the 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week Phoenix line. It is a voicemail message line. You just leave a message after the beep. That number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or just 855-336-4973. Leave it on any topic. You can check in. Tell us how you're feeling. We will put all those together. I think we've got enough that we can do a segment next week um, to include all of your Phoenix Line calls. So if you want to get in on that, be sure to call, leave us a message, and we'll have some fun with it. Well, uh, Uncle Billy has joined us. He's got his guitar with three strings, and uh, he is going to lead us through Uncle Billy's story time. Thank you. I'm going to start with some... Oh, wait, there's no strings there. Um, let me find the strings. Thank you so much. I found this guitar in a garden yesterday while I wasn't looking for one. And so I said, hey, it's free. It's just sitting here. So I took it. And that's what I'm playing with you right now. It's not in tune, I know. And, but you know what? It doesn't matter. This isn't supposed to be good. This is just supposed to happen. Now, welcome to Uncle Billy's Story Time. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little story about alcohol. Place alcohol was invented. Las Vegas. Ba, ba, boo, ba, boo, da, boo, boo. The strings that aren't there, I'm going to sing. <laughs> and um, so one time I was, check this out. I got a fight. I got an argument. Not a fight. I don't, I don't ever fight. But we got an argument, me and my girlfriend. This is back in about 2002. And at the same time, there was these people that got a hold of me. They said, hey, man, we live in Vegas and we're in town. And we like your music. We'd love to take you out for some coffee. But I was fighting with my girlfriend. So when they showed up at my house, I said, where are you guys from? And they're like, Vegas. I said, would you take me? Could I just could take me to Vegas? And I grabbed my computer and uh, no clothes. And I had an all white outfit. And they drove me to Vegas. So I go down the way to Vegas, these guys. And I find out this guy has a lactic acid like uh, reflex. That has nothing to do with the story other than that was just something that happened. <laughs> And then um, we get to Vegas and I find out one of my friends, I didn't even know because I've just been arguing with my girlfriend so much. He was opening up for the Rolling Stones at uh, the MGM Grand. 
I said, cool, man. Uh, and he goes, hey, I can't get you tickets to the show, but you can hang out with my other best friend, Roxanne, who just came in on a flight with this guy, Steve Bing. Now, Steve Bing is a guy that inherited $600 million and turned it into a billion dollars and had a kid with a, uh, Eliz- uh, uh, somebody. And, uh, and, uh, and he had a suite at the West Wing of the MGM Grand. You couldn't get in there. You, nobody could get in there. You had to talk to him to a heavy you know when you got up to this door so we go back there and they say hey why don't you they're gonna go see the Chappelle show get being shot Steve Bing and his crew and me and my friend Roxanne stood around we shot pool and listened to Willie Nelson and got drunk on champagne and and had a butler only time I had a butler in my life they assigned us a butler I said oh man it was great he was old too I want my butlers old you know old butlers are the best it's an English tradition and so uh so we're there, and then we're like, hey, let's go to the hotel. This is a true story, too, by the way. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a true story. So then we go back to the hotel room in the West End. And we get there, and I'll never forget, because they had a mini pool in the hotel room. I don't, It was like you swam, and the water blew. It was a mini pool. It was really cool. And then I'm sitting there, and I used to have big, big hair and a big, big beard. And this woman came out, and she was in uh, pajamas, and she said, how you doing, mountain man? She started calling me mountain man. I said, how you doing, lady? And uh, we started talking, right? So she said, uh, what do you do for a living out, man? I said, I sing songs. I said, what do you do? She said, I own a bunny ranch. And I said, bunny, oh, do tell. You know, when somebody says they own a bunny ranch, you don't continue and talk about yourself because you ain't got nothing that trumps that, right? And then she goes, like, what's it called? She goes, Heidi Fleiss' Bunny Ranch. Oh, I was saying that with Heidi Fleiss. I didn't even know it. It was amazing, right? She goes to me. She says, hey, Mount man, you want to go shoot some blackjack? I said, okay, I don't know how to play. She's like, me neither, but let's go. But I don't have any money in my pocket. But for some reason, I ran into a buddy of mine who just opened up for the Stones, and he looks at me and he goes, "Here's a hundred bucks I owe you." And slaps a hundred bucks in my hand because he knew I didn't have any money. Nice. And he knew I was hanging out with Heidi Fleiss. He had no idea why I was hanging out with Heidi Fleiss, right? So uh, we shot blackjack for forty-five minutes. She left, and then uh, I ran into Steve Bing. Steve Bing says, "How are you getting back to uh, Los Angeles?" I said, I, "He goes, do you want to get on our private jet?" And I said, "No, it's okay. I got a Southwest ticket." And then I was like, "Wait, what?" I got a Southwest ticket. And uh, I took, uh, so, and then I ran back to him. I said, hey, Steve, I need a, uh, can I get up on that? Uh, can I get on that? Can I get on that plane? He said, sure, meet us in the morning. So we met at the morning and there was uh, a Rolls Royce, uh, Phantom and three limos. And they said, hey, you and Roxanne take the Rolls. We're like, what? So I get to jump in this Rolls Royce, right? $300,000. I know why, because I asked the driver at Jelly Bean side too right so we get to the we get to the plane i could have had a bag of cocaine they didn't know i mean they just walked on this plane we flew we ate strawberries the guy sitting next to me wrote the movie scrooge this guy was produced to jerry lee lewis and i don't even know what and i'm still in my same outfit right so we fly home we fly to burbank and there was uh, all the cars waiting up for us and they go billy you could take the mercedes and i was like okay and it was a driver in there uh, I would like to say butler number two. And he drove me home. And there was jelly beans and peanuts in that one and a, and a, and a, and a laptop. And, the only, and what I did is I took the whole ride to call my mother. No, I emailed her from the car and said, you'll never guess what happened to me this week. And then I went and broke up with that girl. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. And with and with Billy, if it wasn't true, it would just be Mad Libs. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> they're definitely 100% true. No exaggeration. Uh, you, you lead. That's what you lead the most interesting life of anybody I know, Billy. I think I need a tetanus shot after that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Well, that does it for another rendition of Uncle Billy's Storytime. Never a dull moment uh, when he busts out the guitar. Folks, stick with us. When we come back, we're going to have This Day in History, a brand new intro that we've all been waiting for. And Ryan Wink's going to be leading us through that. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you on the other side. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back to the show. It is the saddest but most uh, educational part of our show. The last segment of each and every show that we do every day. But before we get to that, just wanted to remind you that if you pissed if you pissed if you missed a portion wow you can tell it's the end of the show if you missed a portion of the show if you missed uncle billy's story time if you missed our discussion on regrettable tattoos it's easy enough to catch up you can also catch up on our previous episodes head over to americamatters.us click on the shows and podcasts link scroll on down to the christian phoenix radio show and you can get everything you need there or just go anywhere you get your podcasts apple google stitcher spotify anchor breaker iheart Tune in, Doozer, Dozer, Deezer, one of those. Any case, uh, we are just about everywhere that you find podcasts. While you're there, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends. Not much more to say about that. So uh, as we do each and every show at the end, we go through this day in history with Ryan Wink, and I'm proud to debut our brand new intro to the segment. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. This day in history, with your correspondent on the beat, Ryan Wink. Hey! We did it! We It took two and a half weeks, but we finally got one that uh, I hope is worthy of your approval, Ryan. I love it. Did I hear my name in there? You did. Mm. Yes! I got it. I have a sound bite. For my segment, This Day in History, which I do every day, each and every day. Sadly, it's at the end of the show, but it's a fun segment, and let's get let's get into it. Yeah, we just want right. we just want to drop some knowledge on you guys. Dropping knowledge. All right, let's let's get straight into it. On this day in 1805, a pharmacist's mm. apprentice, Friedrich Seturne discovered the valuable properties contained in opium. He named its active ingredient morphium after the Greek god of dreams and later renamed it morphine. So thanks to whatever that name was. Friedrich Seturne. <laughs> we have morphine or uh, the, the strangest trip you'll ever take at a doctor's office. Morphine is... It is strong. It's strong stuff. It's no walk in the park. Lesson learned. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that that uh, that bit? It was on SNL. It was the middle school teachers from Altadena Middle School. It was Will Ferrell and who was it? Anna Gasteyer, maybe. 
I don't, this is like I don't remember that one is, specifically. We've experienced the horrors off of of tripping off of pot. Let me tell you, it was no walk in the park. Lesson learned. Tough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On on that note, let's move on to our uh, our next one here. On this day in 1881, Clara Barton established the American Red Cross to provide humanitarian aid to victims of wars and national disasters. Still going strong. How are we supposed to make jokes out of that? You know, not everything has to be funny, Christian. No. I don't know. Nah. Especially that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, luckily, we do have the Red Cross. You know, there are you know wonderful doctors and nurses. And, you know, in the time that we're living in right now, it's more appreciated than ever. Well, let me just get, let me let me kick right into this next one. Kick FIFA, the Federation International, the Federation International, uh, Federation. Why am I going German? I'm trying to do French. Yeah, you're doing the Olympics. The, the Federation International of the, the Football Association was founded in Paris in 1904. This was. Uh, a good, uh, you call it, you Americans call it soccer, but it is with the foot. So why is it, why you not call uh, football like the rest of the world? Please. Oh, ho, ho. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And with the formation of FIFA, hence leading to the world's most boring uh, tournament ever, so much so that they only do it once every four years. Oh, I got to disagree. I lived in Brazil, man, and it goes down. <laughs> I think from the American perspective, I see it. But here's the argument that's always made. 90 minutes of a game and it might end up 0-0, which is true. It's not a bad argument. But when you get caught up in the, in the, in the pageantry and the excitement, I, I think living in uh, South America changed my perspective a little bit due to how into it they get. Even when the World Cup's not there, which it has been, it's like a party in the streets every day. Well, there's a reason that they have to party and drink because it's ending in a zero to zero game. How exciting can that be if you are not just blazed off your ass? Don't forget about the hooligan fights, man. Yeah, you got you got you need something to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving on. That's why guys. people bring drums to the stadiums. That's how bored they are. <laughs> All right, I'm br I'm bringing our homie back, Charles Lindbergh, on this yeah. day in 1927. Charles Lindbergh touched down at Le Bourget Field in Paris, completing the world's first solo nonstop flight across the Atlantic Ocean. After okay. taking off from Long Island, New York, the aviation mm -hmm. world was turned on its head. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we know that uh, he didn't have his baby with him at the time. Oh, oh wow. Oh, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> what year did this uh, happen? 1927. 1927. So almost 100 years. Still too soon. No, no you're still good. Too yeah, all right. <laughs> you're good. Oh, yeah. No, you have to wait 100 years before you can talk about <laughs> dead babies. Is that what it is? Kid, kidnapped baby. Ooh. Statute of limitations. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's it'll be what is it? Free do, uh, free free use, free domain, public domain, public domain, public domain. After that, <laughs> I don't know. If public domain goes to like how you can make fun of something. <laughs> it's public domain. Oh, it's hundred years. I could totally bust on you. So, oh, yeah. So you're, you're category, categorizing uh, a tasteless dead baby jokes uh, with the happy birthday song. Yeah, I am. Yeah, that's, that's, exact, cool. that's exactly what I'm doing. Okay. That's All cool. Right. <laughs> Just check it. But no, thanks for breaking it down into layman's terms. <laughs> okay. For, for anyone who may, may not have understood what was going on here. I think that's... Uh, that's what I do. I w- and we appreciate that. All right, guys, in 1966, by the Kingsman, re-entered the chart and hits number 97. That's historical. Now, who knows the lyrics of that song? I know Louie Louie. Louie Louie Louie. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. I said, we got to go. So I, I I think I know a verse. Let's see. A fine little girl, she waits for me. Me catch the ship across the sea, and on that ship, I dream she's there. I smell the roses in her hair. So it sounds a little something like that. Oh, wow. No, I it's like listening to the vinyl. <laughs> right? 33 and one third, baby. Woo! Back. Now, was he a mentor? Or did he give singing lessons to uh, Bob Dylan or Neil Young? Hey, I remember the first time I went downtown, <laughs> Jackie Brown. <laughs> Louie Louie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard, I heard uh, his rendition. A fine little girl, she waits for me. We catch a ship across the sea. <laughs> On that ship, I dream she's there. I smell the roses in her hair. You just sang Ooh. every Bob Dylan song ever. I it's a public domain. <laughs> <laughs> now, how how can it be historical that a uh, song got to ninety seven on the charts and we're talking about it today? Funny you should ask that because in 1988, Weird Al's song "Fat" hits number 99 today. <laughs> I, I, how is that well, noteworthy? I mean, it's because uh, it's Weird I, Al. Because it's Weird Al. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. Well, I right? may, maybe not a lot happened on this day, and whoever mm-hmm. works on this website was really, <laughs> really having to dig. They were they were taking a Billy Yoga stretch for. Uh, information hey you know but there are a lot of um the i i I did find a lot of uh holidays for thursday may 21st oh you you found some holidays i did like this one i really love uh which is something i've celebrated for so long it's brown baggot thursday (laughs) uh you celebrate the day by bringing a brown bag lunch to school or work it doesn't need to be boring as a peanut butter sandwich that day and carrots. Okay. And then, um, so if it, hap- if it happens you know ev- almost every day of the year, why set up a, a single day to celebrate it? 
You would say that too about National Memo Day, which is also today something used kind of on the day. I'm not even going to read the description, but you know what? It is fun. And this goes out to all my people who love the hummus or hummus. You know who you are. Hummus. It's National Hummus Day. Um, or hummus to the lay. Uh, this event does not currently have a sponsor. <laughs> okay, well, we're working on National Hummus Day. Um, this, but, is a, this is nice. But who, National, what's who, that? Well, going back to National Hummus Day, I mean, who, yeah. who came up with the idea of taking something as gross as chickpeas, mashing it up, blending it up, and thinking, eh, it'll make a good spread? Middle Eastern people. Middle Eastern is, people. Israelis make amazing it's hummus. Cool. What are you talking? You don't like That's hummus? It. I, you no. know what's With funny? Pita, you you, you yes. haven't had the right hummus. I'm telling right. you, you've obviously not. When you have the fresh hummus, the fresh, yes. the, the good. Fresh. It's always the good. The you fresh. gotta have the fresh. The fresh <laughs> yeah. is the best. When you have the fresh, you come back and you tell me you didn't enjoy it. All Until right. then, yeah. all right, I'll let you change national, my mind. It's it's National Hummus Day. Don't you degrade it? Yeah. Not today. I love how you went from like our Israeli friends to now you're in Brooklyn. Um, and you were like, I and my spaghetti and pizza. Oh, let me, good as let me well. try this again then. Look, bro, you obviously had not had the, the right hummus. Otherwise, you would not be saying these things right now, bro. Okay? You've they are got to try about the hummus. You've got to try the right stuff, man. You've got to try the right stuff. It's almost Until insulting. Then, it's <laughs> like, you know, it's insulting when you're like, hey, man, what's this store bought? I, well, you oh, know, yeah. uh, I don't know. I another, have a thing. I have a thing about uh, putting something in my body that looks the same as when it comes out. <laughs> you're true, you, bro. But true. Nah. He's not a he's not a big chocolate ice cream fan. <laughs> and and, uh, <laughs> and that's where the sense of smell comes into play. There you go. <laughs> you smell the difference between the two. Uh, well, right. you know what else uh, is on uh, is, is a national holiday today. I it's don't, but today. you will let us know. National Strawberries and Cream Day. It's made with sliced strawberries and homemade whipped cream. Strawberries and cream is a snack or treat that is a quick and easy to make. You know what? After after this show, what do you say? Us three go out and let's just get a whole mess of strawberries and cream. With a side of hummus. With a mm -hmm. side of hummus? Is that where so, you're going, Christian? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's just a lot that of... That sounds like a terrible combo. <laughs> oh, talk about coming out the... Oh, See, wow. that's why he doesn't like hummus because he's he's doing it all. You're doing it all wrong. <laughs> Mixing the wrong foods. All right, we've got time for one more holiday before, unfortunately, we okay, have to. Well, this head one out. is my last one that I I prepared, <laughs> you know, very deeply for. Um, is uh, global accessibility awareness? Day. You're going to have to where, elaborate a little bit on that. It's where uh, twenty nerds. Get together. No. Um, Global Accessibility <laughs> Awareness Day, also known as GAD, today, <laughs> is being observed today. It was observed annually on May 9th from 2012-2013. It has been observed the third Thursday in May since 2014. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> well, but it is observed. <laughs> good to know. With that, we uh, advise you to uh, Google National Accessibility Day, uh, whatever that may be. Awareness. Awareness. Accessibility Sorry. awareness? My bad. Well, Global folks, accessibility awareness. We are headed out. We will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday. We will be back with Ryan, uh, with Tony for uh, at least a portion of the show, and Billy Galewood. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>